Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Tech, Your Voice podcast, the audio version of the video series. Today, I sit down with Chris Hawkins, who is with Dell Partner Atos, and Sarah Tiegman with Dell. We recorded this live in Dallas, Texas. Hope you enjoy it. Chris, Sarah, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. So, Chris, tell us a little bit about the relationship with Atos and Dell. Sure, so um, my name's Chris Hawkins. I'm the Digital Workplace Pre-Sales Practice Lead for North America, and we are a Dell Titanium Partner. Fantastic, and Sarah? Yeah, thank you, I'm Sarah Tegman. I'm with Dell Technologies, and I support Atos in North America for Digital Workplace. So today we wanna to have a conversation about some of the workspace trends that are going on, and the benefit that Atos brings is the ability to see what many customers are doing and kind of what the world is doing to adjust to the new norm, this work from home, obviously we're still in a pandemic, but I think even more importantly, as companies start to get back to work, it's how do you accommodate everybody work preferences? Proximity bias is a real thing, and how do we make sure that person that's on the other end feels like they're part of the company and, and feels connected and able to contribute? And I remember Jeff Clark, uh, CEO of Dell, talking at Dell Tech World last year saying, the, the PC is the gateway to everything. And that's why, you know, Dell Klein and these peripherals and even things down to the docks and the monitors you use, you need to think about this because having the right technology can be a differentiator in getting the right person at your company and keeping employees. We all know there's a lot of employees looking at different jobs and those kind of things. Sure. So uh, Chris, tell us what are you seeing out there with your clients and, and how are they dealing with this? There's a lot of challenges with the, uh, the digital equity that we're seeing across our client base. There's a lot of open available real estate, which, which is a challenge, and we're seeing a shift to hotel-based seating to kind of optimize some of this, this real estate. And there's some equipment disparities as well, whereas a user at home has a fantastic machine and they might not have as good of a, a machine in the office, and that, that poses some challenges. There's also some inconsistencies in voice and video where if you're working from home, you may have a fantastic internet connection, whereas in the office, it's a shared connection that might not be uh, perform as well. Yeah, and that's interesting because now with fiber to the home and everything, a lot of times that is the case where people might have a better internet connection at home, but it's, it's less secure because it's whatever, you know, firewall or whatever the ISP is doing for them, that's all they're getting. I'm one of the fortunate ones that actually has a fiber connection to my house, so I, I can speak to that personally. Security is, is a challenge and it's, it's paramount. But one of the shifts in the digital trends we're seeing in that the way the security is being managed through the cloud versus uh, on-prem uh, hardware definitely changes a lot of that uh, security dynamic. So Sarah, I know Dell puts a lot of research and, and, and looks at this and is like, how can we make sure that there is no um, digital disparity? What are some of the things Dell are doing on the client side to make sure everybody has the equal opportunity to participate? So I think a couple of things I wanted to share definitely around surveying, right? I agree with everything Chris is saying, right? It is about the hardware, it's about that gateway, it is about productivity, it is about cost, right? We've seen a lot of companies double up on things, right? So what they had at their office, they're sending to the home now right? A double monitor, you know, nice chairs, the perfect device, right? I think persona comes into a lot of this, what they're doing, when they're doing, how they're doing. I know Microsoft, I know Dell, everybody does these um, persona-based analysis, really, about 
how you do your job well, right? And the productivity level of your job. And they match them up with the perfect device, peripheral monitor, you know, depending on if you're a health worker, are you on your feet all day? Do you need a cart? Do you need, you know, what do you need in order to do your job successfully and happily, right? I mean, that end user experience, you guys talk about connectivity, that is huge in all of our devices. We build in all of that. So I think the other thing I wanted to mention was that Dell does surveys of a lot of their leaders, business leaders globally. 74% of them have said that post COVID, everyone, I mean, their employees are gonna be home. There is going to be a at home, you know, movement. It's, we've already seen it, right? So it's not going away anytime It's not soon. going away. That's right. And is this completely at home or a little bit of both? Sometimes in the office, sometimes at home? I think it could, it depends, right? On what your job is and, mm -hmm. and what the company's missions are and, you know, how they can support the, and grow their business, right? right. It, it just depends. One thing I like you said, it was about the personas. And I think for our, our members out there, it's no longer, hey, this is our standard setup. You get, you know, this Dell Latitude 7000 and this monitor. You really need to think about what they're doing and have different personas in your, for your employees and say, okay, what are you doing? That's an interesting point. I think that's a great tip for our members to think about when they're buying equipment and looking at what's best for their employees. Right, I think it's, you know, are you staring at spreadsheets all day? Are, are you walking the halls and going to meetings? Or are you sitting at your desk now? You're not walking halls, you are sitting at your desk now. Maybe you don't need something that's a 43-inch monitor. Maybe you need, you know, a 27-inch monitor, right? Mm -hmm. It's definitely not going away. And there, we're seeing a, a social disparity out there in the employee experience. Some people are eager to get back into the office, while others are not. And when that experience at home is different, I think that's going to sway people which one they want. I know, you know, personally, I'm, I'm mostly back in the office now. And kind of when that trigger shifted is when I brought my nice you know, Dell 27-inch monitor back to the office. I'm like, right? oh, that's where I'm going now because I need that. It's fantastic though because uh, the device as a service solution that we're going to talk about today definitely helps uh, fit that new work from home dynamic. So talk about that device as a service. You know, in the industry, everything is going at, to as a service and a subscription model, those kind of things. What's the adoption like and, and what are people that have adopted, what are, what are they seeing the benefits? Briefly, device as a service is a shift in, in the, the model in that no longer are companies buying computers from a fantastic vendor such as Dell, having them shipped to a depot, having them imaged, uh, stickered, et cetera, and then shipped to the end user. The new dynamic, it comes directly from the hardware manufacturer straight to the user. And then someone like Atos applies security to that device, installs all the applications, one shot remotely while it's in the user's hand. So from the manufacturer, it goes to the end user and they turn this on out of the box straight from Dell and then they get the experience of basically setting it up how they want to. Absolutely, and not only that, it puts it in their hands faster, so it accelerates that time to productivity and it also saves cost because no longer are you, uh, our companies putting the money up front. So what they're doing now is it's basically leasing the device. Mm -hmm. So it takes that cost from a CapEx to an OpEx and that also helps with their cash flow. You no longer have help desk people showing up at your desk, right? Everything is done, right? They open it up, they sign in, everything's there. Absolutely. Secure, you know, easy, exactly how they want to be productive, and it's go time. Bigger, faster, stronger. That's right. All right, well, it's important for our members to think about, you know, this new normal and how to deploy desktops. You know, you mentioned desktop as a service, you know, look at those kind of solutions because the danger is if you get left behind, that's gonna be a big thing for your company. 
and it, it starts with productivity, how to recruit people, but you, know, you always need to be thinking about what's next. So how would a company get started in, in just evaluating? You mentioned personas, and I love that. What else can they do to get started? Some of the things we've learned through our travels is no big bangs. You start with a POC, you move up to a pilot. The difference between a POC and a pilot, a POC is more of a technical solution where you're working out all the kinks, the settings, et cetera. Whereas a pilot is more user facing, mm. uh, user acceptance testing, et cetera. So the, the tip here is start small and work your way up. And it's in the environment, right? So the POC production, is, yeah. right, it's production day. So it's people bring it in, they unpackage it, they set it up, how easy is it? Is all of the specifications correct? I mean, do they have the touch screen? Do they have what they need? A backlit keyboard, what is important to them, right? Mm -hmm. And those checks and balances prior to setting an actual specification of a product is very, very important, right? We talk about personas, how they work, when they work, how are they most productive? Is it at night in their one part of their house that isn't necessarily at a desk, right? So all of those things are super important. You want to tweak them ahead of time, right? In a POC, unravel those. Is the image correct, right? Is the security correct? Is the screen big enough, right? That, those types of things. Gartner predicts in 2022 that 90% of all enterprises will use device, some form of device as a service. Wow. That's a big upswing, but I, I, you know, it, it does make sense. Again, we talked about the as a service movement and that allows that IT department and help desk to focus on their core business, not focus on deploying laptops. And you mentioned the backlit keyboard and it, it's so funny because, you know, something that small makes a big difference. And there's been times that I have deployed laptops that uh, didn't have the backlit keyboard. And let me tell you, I heard it quickly. And so I think one tip it's is little things. Yes. It's so little and minute, but it's a, in the grand scheme of things. If you want people to be productive, one of those things, if they're in a dark room or they're watching TV and that, or on um, a plane, on a plane, right? It's very, very important to have all the right specifications to a product, and it makes the world a difference. End user productivity and end user experience. Yeah, it's that employee satisfaction. Right. A backlit keyboard, if that's bumping it up a notch or two, that's important. The old axiom used to be your customers are number one, your customers are number one. That's not so true anymore. Now that's it's your exactly employees right. are number one. And why is that? Because the employees is taking care of your customers. Absolutely. That's right. And from an IT perspective, a lot of IT departments, this is changing as well, but they're not necessarily customer facing, uh, but they're enabling their employees that That's are right. customer facing. That's right. And make your employees happy, they make their customers happy, and it rolls back in, right? That's right. The growth of productivity, I think one of the things that I researched um, was that 25% more productive does exponentially grow your business. Mm -hmm. And so it is a very, very important part. There were some, also some studies on monitor size that, that increased productivity as well. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. I mean, we talked about personas, but you know, if you're looking at a massive, you know, amounts of data and you need the Excel spreadsheet to be, you know, larger, bigger, faster, you need a large monitor to look at all that data on one screen. You're not scrolling this way, this way to two or three screens. You want it all in one because you don't want to be disrupted in your number. Like it could be, it could throw you off. Yeah. So monitor size is definitely big. Yeah, I mean, you know, two 22-inch monitors is not the same as one 44-inch monitor. That's right. And, you know, that's a big difference there. My personal favorite is the U3422, 34-inch monitor. It's fantastic. 4K, Sarah and I were talking just the other day. Uh, once you go 4K, you can't go back. 
yeah. even on, on a, this uh, 7560 here, uh, it has a 4K screen on it, and I, I, I can't go back. Yeah. Even on a laptop now. Be careful. <laughs> and Dell is actually doing a lot of partnering with Jabra, with um, you know webcam companies. We have a new 32-inch Ultra Sharp coming out with a webcam built in 4K. So it's going to be really neat. It's coming out next month. And everybody's preferences are different. So you know, survey your employees. You know, you mentioned start small. I love that tip. You know, start with a survey. What do you want to see? You know, I've, I've had interactions with some people that they're like, you know, my 27 inch is perfect. And you put a 34 and they're like, that's too big. I don't it's like that. Big. And it's bigger is not always better. Well, we were talking about preference. the curved, non-curve conversation, yes. right? Yeah. What did you it's, say it about the curve? For me. The, the, the curved monitor, does, it's not true 4K. It's noticeable for me and it's disruptive. I, I just can't get used to it. Other people love it. I'm just not one of those people. Yeah. So we can optimize by asking questions, you know, what our employees are, are looking for and get that figured out. What's Dell doing on the compute side and the AIML side of things to optimize the devices? So it used to just be precision, precision and now they've opened it up to latitude and precision and it's not necessarily a subscription. So that's great to know. So a lot of people don't get precisions and they need to know, hey, you have this now. Because I'm assuming if they have a latitude that they purchased before it was everything, they can go download Optimizer and start That's running right. it. That's right. That is a great tip that we need to, to emphasize. And, and the latest version has, it's way more feature rich than the older ones. There's um, audio optimization, application optimization, network optimization. Battery life. Well, I was, I was, I was stuck on the, the audio, audio optimization where it can yeah, talk about clear that. out some of these uh, overhead noises, like if, yes. you're, if your office is next to a, an air, airport. <laughs> <laughs> so this optimizer is, is allowing the compute to learn how you work. Yes, that's exactly right. And then assign resources where they're most needed, where they will have the most impact, and ultimately increasing your productivity. You want to be able to experience everything about your job in the right way at the most optimized level, right? You talk about network, you talk about the speakerphone, you talk about dogs barking, you talk about all these things happening in your home, out of your home, close to your home, but it optimizes pretty much everything. Application, right? You don't want to be sitting there on a conference call and need an application, to an answer to a question, and your application just sits there, right? You want it to come up very quickly, to touch, Right? You want to be able to answer the question. It does all of those things, learns how you work better, faster. And it does it automatically. And it does it automatically. That's right. So this used to be just for precisions, but Dell has recently made some changes around that. Yes. So now they offer it on latitudes and precision. So you've got something that used to be more of a subscription-based available to everybody on oh, both of those great. platforms, yes. So I, I personally use Dell Optimizer on uh, my precision uh, workstation here and uh, it, it has made a difference in the way I work. I spend a lot of my time um, in video conferencing and uh, Microsoft Teams and uh, it de definitely makes a difference. So if somebody had a latitude that they you know, deployed before it was available for everybody, how do they go get that? Um, I think you could just download it, right, from our website. Oh, simple as that. Simple. Just go to the website. Go to the website. Download Dell Optimizer. That's right. Get it running. You know, how long does it take before it really learns how that user is using the device? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say probably within a week. A couple days, and yeah. Right. And we, we can probably put a link right here where they can go get it, right? Right, absolutely. As, as an end user of Dell Optimizer, I, again, I, I use it every day. There's four things that Dell Optimizer uh, does and helps me in my daily way of work. The first one is applications. 
it automatically learns which applications you use and it tweaks the, your system resources to maximize and make those particular applications work better for you. The second thing it does is it takes a look at your networking and it optimizes your networking based on throughput, bandwidth, etc., to make the best use of the resources you have available. The third thing is battery life. So, on, on, uh -huh. for example, on this Precision right here, it has a discrete video card and it also has onboard um, an, an Intel video card as well. And you don't always want to be using that, that NVIDIA card in here because it's going to squish your battery life. Whereas with the uh, in, in, onboard video, you're going to get much more battery life, but it's not going to perform as well. Dell Optimizer can help with that as well. So certain applications don't need that, right? So you can switch between them, yes. Right. Depending on the application, yeah. And then the last thing is audio, as I alluded to earlier. Uh, it, it'll optimize the, uh, the background noise and bring forward your voice. And again, my application is a lot of video conferencing. And I mean, we're all doing video conferencing now. It seems like uh, all day, every day kind of thing. Back to back. And the ability to really use your laptop as a high quality speakerphone that's also doing the video is great because you're not fiddling with headsets, you're not plugging in, you can talk, people can hear you. That's another benefit to just, you know, having things work like they're supposed to. So Chris, you brought a couple of the Dell I did, peripherals, I, I think talking about the audio quality and the docking. I think you have some great things to show if we could do that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, no, so um, it, it all goes back to meeting equity, right? When you're talking to people, you, not everybody has the same high quality camera or the same high quality audio device. This, uh, this particular one here, and I don't know the model number, but. Yeah, it's awesome. I don't know the model number off it, the top it, of my head, but. It's a USB-C yep. USB um, speakerphone, and it has the buttons on top for volume, mute, et cetera, which is nice. very important. That mute button is very important. <laughs> but, it, but it also has an HDMI and a couple USB-C ports on there. So by using this, you're not losing any ports on your laptop, but you're actually uh, gaining some. Gotcha. And uh, the audio quality on this is fantastic. It's great, because you can hook up, like your cell phone's dying or something, you can hook it right into it, it's great. And it uses the battery right from the docking. So it's, yeah. it's awesome. That is nice, I love that. Another thing I brought too, and uh, just because we're on the topic of accessories. Oh, um, the puck. Yeah. Everybody oh, loves Paul, the puck. Everybody loves the puck. <laughs> I can't keep those things. My kids steal office. that from me. It, it's just <laughs> they fantastic. Do. Well, here, give them another one. Right? Oh, no, here's you're not going to give you, me this. Here's me giving you something. Wow. <laughs> I, got a, I, got a, I got a few extras. I love it. One other thing that, that I brought that I wanted to share was this Dell battery, extended battery pack. The battery in this is bigger than the one in the laptop. So th this will charge the laptop, Sarah's laptop here, uh, three times on one charge, and we've done that. It also has a, a USB uh, port here as well, where you can charge your cell phone. It's quite heavy, but it, it's absolutely that, worth, worth its weight in gold. That is a lifesaver. Everybody should have one of those extra in their bag at all times. And I carry two. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's nice, very nice. You might not be getting this one back. <laughs> And I love the way it's, everything is moving toward USB-C. Mm -hmm. You know, my phone is USB-C, so I can charge my laptop and my phone and everything all with the same thing. It just, it just works a whole lot better. It does. I'm always constantly plugging USB upside down. 50% chance of getting it right, <laughs> and I put it in upside down every single time. Do you really? I do, I, and I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> the other thing that is nice is the docking station, again, it's USB-C plugs in and it provides the power. Mm -hmm. So it's one plug that lights up my monitor, right. my, you know, my Dell wireless keyboard, 
and all those things. It's just, it's super easy. And Again, that's at the office. That's why I'm always going back to the office because all the good toys are there. Well, yeah. Your footprint too, we talk about that a lot at mm -hmm. Dell and with our corporations prior to COVID, but even now at home, not a lot of people have that space, right, available. They want it clean. They want it easy. They don't want a bunch of wires everywhere. And that what you were talking about, that super clean, right? That's what people want. I, I use the WD-210 uh, docking station. It's a USB-C uh, Thunderbolt. Yeah. And um, it's, it's a one wire and it plugs into you know, everything, keyboard, monitor, mouse. When I hit the road, it's just one plug and uh, leave that all behind without having to plug and unplug a bunch of wires. Too many wires in our lives. Too many wires, I agree. So are your clients from a latitude perspective, I know that the, uh, the 9000s have been out for a little bit now. What are people, what's the reaction to the, to the 9000 latitudes? They're very well received. Um, we, they're uh, the most popular, I guess. You see the Small, numbers. Small, light, you know, um, big traveler that needs a big screen, right? Um, yes, it's one of our top of the line. I like the 9520 myself. Yes. It's uh, the newer version of, of the, the 7400. Right and um, it's very light. It's got an all-day battery life. It has a 5G cellular available to it as well if, if you're in a, an area that serves 5G. And uh, it's one of my favorites. Yes, definitely. You know, with 5G coming about and the, and the ultra-wideband and all that, just the data capabilities, you know, you're seeing commercials now where carriers are like, you know, forget your home internet, just put in a 5G hub. It's interesting to see those chips starting to get back into laptops. Because I remember when, uh, when the data came out, you know, especially 3G in, in a while back. It's like, oh, you got to have a, a radio in for that. And then it kind of went away because Wi-Fi is everywhere. But now it's coming back because I, I do think a lot of people will just, you know, forego, you know, having to worry about getting to a, look up to a, you know, a, a coffee shop Wi-Fi. You've got additional security there. You, you know what's going on and the speeds are there. Well, not, not only that, but that last mile, no long, there's no longer a need to run wire into your house. Right. That The performance of that 5G right in your house, I mean, it, it saves cost to the, the providers, right? Because they don't have to run that last mile cable into the house. And the performance is, is even better than if it was. Right, I agree with Chris. And it, you know, you've got that 5G now enabled in your laptop, so now it doesn't matter. I mean, think about it. Network doesn't matter anymore because it's just always there. Always there, always on. Yeah, and if, I, if we can have our employees not thinking about how do I get connected and you know, do am I using a VPN? Is this network okay? Make sure my laptop can't be seen by other people that are in the coffee shop with me. That just If you it build it, works. they will come, and especially with the explosion in video conferencing, you, you, you need all the bandwidth you can get nowadays. So think about how much more exponentially productive you are when you're not fiddling with the connection and the VPN and the security, and, right? It's always there, always on, always productive. That modem connecting sound still gives me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. I used, I used to work for US Robotics. Tell me about it. Oh, wow. Right? Back in the day. Uh, I yeah. love that place. The USR 14. I know. <laughs> awesome. So there's some parts of it that, that come from Dell and some comes from Atos for the end user. They're getting the complete package. They're getting the complete package, and very seamlessly. So Sarah, people can buy Dell equipment directly from Dell, or they can work with the many, many partners that Dell has, Atos being one of them. What do you need to evaluate if you're thinking about, you know, should I buy direct from Dell, or is it better to get it from a partner? Like, what's the evaluation process? Then? I think there's so much to that question because mm -hmm. companies today are trying to reduce costs, deliver it seamlessly, make their end users happy, provide productivity, 
and growth and security. And there's all these things that our global partners like Atos can bring to the table for these corporations. They're getting out of that business and they're turning it over to the professionals. And I think Chris, you have a lot to say about that. We, we provide a service and it's soup to nuts. So there, there are some gaps that one, and we, we work well together. That's right. So you're right, companies are looking to kind of get rid of the back office stuff. That's where they can partner with Dell Partners, with Atos, and, and kind of bring that solution so they can focus on their core business. And that's one way customer, or companies are capitalizing on this. But what are some of the side benefits that you've seen as far as the ability to focus on core business, but also recruitment and retention? So, I mean, we always, we've talked uh, this entire time about employee experience. That's got to be a priority, right? Right now, 82% of the people uh, or employees interviewing are saying that their hardware matters, right? That's why they take the job. Yeah, wow. so some of the college tech trends we're seeing is these uh, people coming out of, out of college, they want to work at a progressive company that has the latest and greatest hardware. Yeah. My experience is it's, it becomes less and less about salary. Salary's gonna always be important, but it is these other things. It's that work-life balance. It's where are you gonna let me work? Can I work where I want to? And then the equipment is usually the first or second question. Like right. How am I gonna work? Can I use, you know, what options do I have to use as far as the devices? So that's, that's a big thing. It's a big thing. And now it, it feels like that employees are in the position to negotiate that more than employers. That's right. You know, with jobs out there now, you know, people are, they have their pick. That's right. And it does get down to, you know, we get past salary and benefits and it's getting down to the level of what equipment and how are you gonna enable me to do my job the way I want to. Better, right, more productive, and from anywhere. That's right, and we can hit that with, with hardware, and I think companies have to. You have to hit it with hardware, mm -hmm. give them what they want, but also with the software. And we talked about Dell Optimizer and how in the background it's just making things work better and employees don't even know it, which is beautiful. Right. That's what we want. They, don't they, don't, want they should not even know what the IT department is doing to make their jobs easier. Their job just needs to be easier. That's right. If we're successful at our job, the end user doesn't even know we exist. Right. And that's the life of IT, that's right? right? You know, you, nobody's picking up the phone and saying, hey, my precision has been running great for the past two years. We're not going to get that call. IT is that silent partner in every company that uh, just doesn't come out too often. That's right. That's right. Fantastic. Silent partner IT. Well, I really appreciate y'all being here today and the perspective that a partner like Atos brings and we can kind of learn from all different customers out there. And I know our viewers have found a lot of good tidbits. And Chris, thank you for being here. Sarah, thank you for right, thank being you for here us. as well. Yes, thank you for having us. Really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed the conversation with Sarah and Chris. If you would like to learn more about Dell Client Communities, you can do that at dellclientcommunities.com. Thank you for listening. Your tech. Your voice.